Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Man, We're Too Old for This, here on the Neurotonal Network. I'm your host, the experience of some called Jason, and with me today is... CVO113, the Todd Father, and the Token Fridge Sushi, Tarky. And today we're starting what will probably turn out to be a series uh, of really just kind of fan theorizing and spitballing on where we think Marvel could go with their characters now. Uh, Today we're going to talk about the Hulk. Uh, Todd, you want to give us a rundown on where the Hulk is at as of Endgame? Uh, As of Endgame, you basically have the MCU version. A lot of people say it's the Professor Hulk. Those of us that are actual Hulk fans know that it is not the Professor Hulk. It is more the Banner Hulk from the 80s. Uh, he has Bruce Banner's personality. He, you don't really get the impression he's quite as strong as he used to be. And after undoing Thanos' snap, he is now short an arm. He still has it, but it's fricasseed all the beat down. Yeah, it's withered to hell. Yeah, it's, it's, it's withered up from the floor. So you basically have a giant green Mark Ruffalo with one arm. Uh, now, there's been some... Hulk's one of those characters that they've licensed out, that Marvel licensed out early in uh, this run of comic movies. Where does that stand? Has Disney gotten him back, or is Universal still no. holding the reins? No. Uh, Universal still holds the reins. Disney can use him in other people's movies. You know, like Avengers and Thor and that, Ragnarok and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But they can't do a Hulk movie on its own. Okay. Do we know how long that deal continues on? Uh, based on what Tony was saying, it, it wraps up October of next year. Okay, so after that point, they could potentially do yeah. a, a lot of Hulk movies. You could have a Hulk movie out there. Barring Universal being like, we're doing another one and slapping real quick. Well, that depends on the nature of the contract. The contract may have a hard end date. Or it could be one of those that if they had something in production, you know, who knows. But it's also probably a thing of Disney sitting there going, we will pay you this much a year to not make a Hulk film. Or it could be Disney sitting there going, well, pre, pre the beer virus, Disney going, if you don't let us have it back, we'll buy you. Just look what we did to Bob. Yeah. The problem is that's not really a threat to the people that own Universal because they'd make a mint if Disney bought them. Yeah. Yeah. I still believe that that was the big thing with the Fox mergers because, hell, they wanted the X-Men back. And they, were done, they were done with the Avengers and they wanted that damn property back. Yep. X-Men and Fantastic Four, for that matter. Yeah. I mean, X-Men was the one that has proven successful so far, but... All right, so we've kind of got a wussed out Hulk. Yep, you got a wimpy Hulk with that's, that's maimed. You know, that's horribly maimed. So where would you want the character to go from here? Uh, Tarky had the best idea I've heard. So, outside of the movies, in the comics, the Hulk is currently very much in kind of a mystical place with a an entity called the Green, I believe. No, it's the one below all. One below all, sorry. But you see him by going, or you meet him by going through the green door to go to his kind of the realm it's in right now. 
which is basically hell. Yeah. Well, a hell. basically, Marvel, Marvel is like Chinese yeah, mythology. It's got a lot of hills. But basically, anything that's had the gamma radiation pass through them has a connection to this door. Yep. With the MCU, with how popular it's in the comic, you could introduce it in the movies and no one would really make a fuss. Like a negative fuss, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Any more so than they make a negative fuss about anything. Yeah. Now, for people, always, for people that are only into the movies, though, this would really catch them off guard. Right. No, no one... That has only seen the movies would know what this is, but uh, so but you've introduced Doctor Strange, so the fact that mystical stuff is out there, you know, would still fit, right? And it also fits in slightly with the science of, or like fits in it explaining why gamma radiation is dangerous, even though nowadays we know what gamma radiation is and it can't do the things it does in the movie. Mm-hmm. So make giving a slightly mystical explanation like that is helpful. As far as, like, you know, disbelief. But you could have it in, you know, him still. <coughs> Sorry, I had a little cough there. You could have it start up with him still being the Hulk we know at the end of Endgame. But he's researching a way to, you know, hey, let me get my arm back up to snuff. Let me figure out a way to fix this. As is, you know, the problem in many movies of the quote-unquote mad scientist trying to fix something and it goes horribly awry. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, he's figuring, okay, if I can juice myself with this much more radiation, it'll kind of pump into the arm, flesh it back out, and I'll lose a little control, but not enough to really worry anything. I'll still be me, I'll still be on top. You know, I'll still have everything worked out just fine. And, you know, but then there's, you know, and then to to help introduce She-Hulk, yeah, you know, there could be some kind of legal thing of like, no, 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 we do not want, you know, some, you know, some legal thing of, yeah, no, no one wants you to do this. It's too dang, you know, it's dangerous. But, you know, he has a lawyer cousin. So, you know, they could hash it out of introducing her as like his legal confidant to like try to push to allow him to do this legally. And, you know, after several no's, he goes, well, I'm just going to go off in the desert and do it myself. But, you know, Cousin follows him. And then, you know, he juices himself, he feels his arm, and he turns around and it's, you know, complete darkness and the green door in front of him. Where, you know, in the MCU, if you juice yourself a little bit, maybe you're connected, maybe you're not. But once you go over a certain limit... Yeah, it just it just introduces itself to you. You know, you just see it flat out. I like your idea of having his cousin there because she could get caught in kind of the backlash of it, right? And, and then you don't, see, and then she doesn't do anything weird until the after credit scene. Yeah, yeah. The and, trick is you already gonna have a She-Hulk show. That's already announced on Disney Plus, and they've already yeah. said Ruffalo wants to be guest star on it. Yeah, but all the Disney Plus stuff's kind of in disarray with the pandemic, so depending on how they spaced and timed this stuff out. And also, you could just have a working Hulk in the She-Hulk show, you know, if this was their plan. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's not if this was. You could just have him fixed to her running around without an introduction, and the introduction be in their Hulk movie. Yeah, that's true. Just like how you had Spider-Man show up in Civil War... 
with no explanation. I like the idea of the Mortal Hulk running around in the MCU, though, just because that's, that's the one book Marvel book out right now that I really like. You know, that could be well, something yeah, they, that could be something they do. He juices himself, he sees the green door, when he wakes up, he's just Banner. Yeah. yeah and then somebody right. does something to Banner and, you know, bad things happen that night. Well, what, what I would you, like you could reintroduce the leader at that point of him going, oh, you're back to being a normal Banner. Well, I'm going to hire somebody to go out and shoot you. What, what I would like to see is, you know how they'll film a movie in pieces but show it out of order, like chronological order? Have it start out with the Hulk, like in the books, You've got one book where Hulk is chopped up and floating in different jars. You know, you will never have that in a movie because it's too graphic. Yeah, yeah. It'd be rated R. You couldn't have chunks of. Well, they're already going to do a Deadpool movie rated R, so why not? Now, yeah, they're not. They are not going to do a Hulk movie rated R, Danny. They ain't going to do a rated R. Now, Deadpool, you you are you go into a Deadpool movie expecting his shit. You might be able to get yeah. a head floating in a jar. You might be able to get just the head. But uh, but even that would be like up in the air. Idea. You have, you know, uh, yeah, he wakes up back. You see the green door, he wakes up banner. And you wonder what the hell, what in the hell's going on. And you, because that was not only... Would, that would be a tone shift in its own because the book is a tone shift. The Immortal Hulk's a hard book. Yeah. You know, seeing him morph out, you know, Cronenberg style into the Hulk in a movie would be just jarring. That that that'd be un, that'd be some unnerving shit. And one of the cool things that they've gotten away from it, you know, because it it set a hard rule. But I kind of like the whole thing of. The night time is his time. Some nights he changes. Some nights he don't. Just kind of depends. It's what he wants. But he could only come out at night. That was that was a neat little it felt old school comics to me back when you have rules back in the Thor camp couldn't go without the owner for sixty seconds mm-hmm. without changing back kind of thing. Gave yeah. it a, a a structure that I like. And to go back to that time disconjointed it could be Banner's doing something, but it would be a hard it would be a hard shift just because in the MCU you do not see rough McGruff stuff happening all that often. But the the idea could be yeah something happens to him that would have killed him. You know it goes dark, it goes bright again. He gets up, he's fine. He's somewhere else, and it's a day later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you kind, and then it kind of jumps back to like seeing bits and pieces of him, like people saying they saw something, saying they saw something. And he's starting to remember it, and then it triggers, and then you see the events of what happened for that day. Yeah, as the introduction the of as the introduction of this is the immortal Hulk. This is not the same Hulk we, we were dealing with. I do like your yeah. idea of them bringing the leader into it, though. That's been a dangling, yeah, you know, plot yeah. thread that they haven't done anything with. Mostly because they, they tend to, other than bringing in Thunderbolt Ross, they mostly ignore the Norton Hulk. And it would be, 
honestly, I would like the idea of the leader almost being a secondary villain. Well, you could have him sitting up like the intelligentsia or being kind of the the behind-the-scenes mastermind. Well, I also mean in the aspect of introducing the Green Door. Yeah, he went, you know, human experimentation lends itself to danger, where animals tend to kind of have a, a single thing they want, and he's doing gamma experimentations with animals, and boosts one too much. And, you know, the you know, the animals kind of start directing him into taunting the Hulk closer and closer. You know, I gammoned up a dog enough and it started talking to me in English. Or, well, yeah. Or, you could have him experimenting and uh, at some point the Hulk gets jumped by the Harpy. They don't tell you who the Harpy is. And then you find later on that the leader had grabbed Betty because if you go with the guy from the Norton movie, he knows who Betty is. Hmm. Yeah. You know, and she gets juiced up and you've got her running around as the harpy, which is, I think, the, the version of her you've got in the books now. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, she'd been Red She-Hulk for a while, but I think they've, with the Green Door stuff yeah. and the horror stuff, I think they've had her running around as the harpy again. Yep. She's running around as a Red Harpy. Yeah. Which is strange because she was the green harpy. Mm-hmm. That that's just always been that character. That character's always been Because I tend to have them for enjoying like a super genius constrained by something more powerful than him. So, you know, he's kind of being forced to work for well, you know, doing his little trying to find a way to eke out. So, you know, he's still a villain, but he's He's kind of. He's on watch, basically. It kind of, it's kind of used to reintroduce him because it's been so long, and to show that he is, you know, better than he was before, and he's figured more stuff out. Mm-hmm. You know, because at the end of the movie, it could be he's, you know, he's found the absolute limit you can go without hitting that green door. So you know, he's the the top he can be at the end of the film. But he's not the main villain. He's one that continues but, on after that film. Yeah. Well, who knows? If I gamma anything up, like, if somehow they, you know, in MCU-verse, you know, he beats and kills or defeats the thing, you know. But anything that accesses the green door wakes it back up. You know, he'll sit there at the absolute limit and go, yeah, if anything goes this high again, you know, I'll know, Hulk will know. I've got to get rid of the Hulk before he touches an ounce more of gamma radiation, or this thing will ruin my life again. You know, he's out to kill Hulk for, like, a selfish reason, because the Hulk, you know, if the Hulk juices by accident, mm-hmm. well, then the green, you know, then that thing comes back. That is one thing in the movies, though, is there's really... There's not a lot of room for that. Well, but... there's not really any reason for the leader to be all that angry with the Hulk. Right, it, it does. Right, okay. And this, uh, for I mean, me, I'm not this saying would you would have some other reason, reason because you could also do the Gamma Town storyline, but I'm not sure how you'd work that in with the Green Door stuff. Because you had a lot more people show up with Gamma powers then, you know, you had uh, Soul Man and all them. Hmm. Well, you could go from the Green Door to Gamma Town. That's, that's true. That could always be if like he, the next one. If, 
Well, like, if the thing from uh, the, the one from below somehow gets out, and in defeating it, it kind of causes a secondary gamma eruption. And that develops into Gamma Town. Or if you, or if you go with your idea where the leader is basically this thing, butt monkey. Yeah, he sets it off trying to get it into this universe. Because that's the trick. The one below all wants in. You know, it's it's one of the typical kind of demonic something that wants into the main universe. Mm-hmm. And it gets in through, through gamma explosion. Because, you know, that's what they did in that when that first storyline with the Absorbing Man was, he, you know, he managed to take him over when he absorbed enough of the Hulk's gamma and then, you know, he basically went to to the original test site and broke the door open. There's 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 ways you can play around with mm-hmm. that. And it's like I said, it, I would just I would and if and if it's trying if if it's trying to get in, you could always drag Doctor Strange into it. Yeah, there there's just some things from Hulk that I want to see that I haven't seen. There's some characters that I would like to see that I would like to see. Rock and Redeemer, and I would like to see the Immortal Hulk, just because he's different. You know, he'd be one. He wouldn't be. He wouldn't be the stupid one. He wouldn't be the banner one. He'd, he'd be kind of just short of evil. Little scary, little dangerous. Yeah, because that's it. Is that's it's the Devil Hulk persona that's the Immortal. And if you drug, in dealing with the one below, if you drug Doctor Strange into it, that gives him and Hulk a relationship that you could then build yeah. into the actual Defenders at some point. Yeah, which would be great. Because I so want to hear on, on, on screen thing, Hulk's mother wears sensible shoes. You will never hear that. Yeah, unfortunately. No, that's, that's, that's a bit too goofy. Considering, considering you still ain't heard Hulk's the strongest one there he is. And that was something that used to be in damn near every other book. Yeah. They're a little stingy with catchphrases. Yeah. Even when they were, when they you had the savage one running around, he, he never seen. That the, was always. The MCU doesn't like to be campy. Like, they're, they're too much not wanting to be campy, and it hurts me. Yeah. Because I like the campiness in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't want to go too far with it, but. Uh, work well, in the catchphrases like, every now and then. Well, like Halo, as a game, because I'm a ga- I, I'm immediately going to pull this to video games. Halo is campy, but it's the right kind of campy where it's just like, okay, it's Master Chief. He's going to shoot his way out of a situation. Do you have a plan? Yeah, I was going to try to shoot my way out of this one, spice things up. It's like, oh, I get it. Yeah, that's what Master Chief does. He only runs and shoots. Because it's well, nice and it's a shooter. Right, but like. There's never a point where it's not. He never talks like, about even it. In, right, even in, like, storyline, it's other people stopping Chief from running and shooting things. Oh, hey, there's a... Like, in one of the later games, it's there's a, a, like, a political... Someone in the political atmosphere is in trouble and needs saving. Yeah, Master Chief just runs in there and starts shooting folk. And it's the correct move, but then it's used as blackmail to, like... Ruin his image because he's shooting up a, you know, a, basically a Congress building. 
we do a shoot first, a shoot question, a shoot some more, and then if anybody survives, I ask a question. No, no, then, then if anybody asks questions, I shoot them. <coughs> you know, I would enjoy the campiness of like the one from beneath, you know, popping, you know, popping out, talking, you know, talking a big game, and Hulk going, "Yeah, but Hulk is the strongest one there is," and then it starts the fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I would like that level of campiness in it, yeah. where it's like, okay, we get the phrase out, but it's in a situation where it's kind of like it it hypes the moment up. You're getting the phrase out, but you're getting it out like they got it out in dread. Judge yeah. Dredd's catchphrase was always, I am the law. Which, in the Stallone version, he just kind of spouts off. But in the Dredd version, it's actually just kind of worked into a conversation. But everybody that knows Dredd and his catchphrase is pointing at the screen. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. In a tasteful moment where you can't tell that it's forced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Targi's right, though, because considering you had to go, what, four movies before you finally heard Avengers or something? Yeah. Because they treated it like the cherry on top of a milkshake. Yeah. Well, once they finally brought, once they finally gave it to you, yes. Right, but it was like you get it once. There you go. Have fun. Instead of treating it like a sauce that's here and there in the dish, they just gave it to you once. Mm. My biggest thing is I want the Goofy Hulk gone. Oh, I want the Goofy Hulk gone so bad. And that well, would be the biggest. Cowardly, uh. That would be the biggest jump twist in this was going from like that goofy kind of almost oh, yeah, childish yeah. Hulk to, oh, this thing is, yeah. you know, oh, you hurt this... Banner. I'm gonna break every bone in your body. Yeah, yeah. And like, that's and that's the thing. That's something that in the books has happened several times mm-hmm. when he went from uh, when he went from the Savage Hulk to the Gray Hulk. The Gray Hulk was was brutal. And that was, I can remember he was fighting uh, X-Factor one time. He was like, oh, you still think I'm the cuddly monster that loves, you know, puppy dogs and baked beans? He's gone. I'm here. And that's always, you know, the Hulk, because, for me at least, becomes a hell of a lot inter- more interesting, interesting when he becomes a, a bit dangerous. Yeah. Hulk it- really shouldn't be nothing that you want on, on your superhero team. Yeah, that that that's kind of been my problem with the Avengers kind of from jump in the movie version. Hulk was on that team way too long. Hulk ain't Hulk ain't something that you want around you a yeah, lot. He's not a team player. Hulk is something you bring in when you got a big bad that you need to, you know, whoop up on and then you let the Hulk go upon its way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, but he, he, Disney couldn't make Hulk movies, so this was the only way they could use him. Right, yeah. And when right. he popped up, he's popular. You know, people want to see him and stuff. Oh yeah, he was the best. He was the best part of the first event. But one thing I wouldn't mind seeing, bring you know, bring in the the uh, uh, immortal Hulk or any any slightly more dangerous version of the Hulk, and then use him as a quote unquote villain in like the Fantastic Four movies. Yeah. Oh God. Because me and Tarky's dad. Has a lot of the early Fantastic Four, and my goodness, they fought the Hulk a lot back then. Like he, you know, I mean, like single-digit issue numbers. And it'd be, you know, I never cared much Fantastic Four, but I'd dig out the ones where they were fighting the Hulk. That would just be great to see on screen. Give me a Hulk thing fight. And with the kind of Hulk we're talking about, 
Because, like, you could even do after the fight, like, the one from below, one from beneath, drain some of the gamma out of Hulk to try to get a more permanent state of mm. being. And then it could lower down to kind of, you know, kind of the dummy Savage Hulk instead. Well, it's not Which that it's, like, it's not like the Immortal Hulk would be the main villain of an FF movie, but he could be something that people were manipulating, or hmm. you know, he could be the physical threat to like a mastermind villain. It would just go poorly for that mastermind once Immortal realized he was being manipulated. Yeah, but for for Hulk, it could go from the Green Door to Gamma Town. It could go from Green Door to you know an explosion of different gamma powered people showing up mm -hmm. and suddenly the hulk suddenly out of nowhere the hulk has a universe that kind of just explodes out of one big fight because then suddenly thunderbolt ross suddenly ross has a lot more meaning when there's multiple gamma threats mm -hmm. then something like project greenskin kind of makes sense yeah, like, when you've got, you know... Or whatever they call it. When you've got 15 running around the U.S., you need a response. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, one thing I wouldn't mind is... uh, Going back to my... Have him be the villain in somebody else's movie. Uh, you know, you could have people find out about the Immortal Hulk realize he's dangerous, have a big push to kind of take him out and have, you know, have folk think, uh, you know, basically have that, have that movie or whatever wrap up with him, you know, big explosion or something, they couldn't find him, they think he's gone. They don't, you know, nobody's finding any sign of Banner. And then you have the old Joe Fixit Grey Hulk walking around, you know, who who is not Banner, but is, you know, at least human level intelligence. Well, like you could have the end scene being like a like a poker game in a bat, you know, in a bad bar, and they go, you know, someone cracks the door, goes, "Hey, we we got a problem. We need to fix it." And he's just sitting there in the big coat, you know, mm -hmm. puts his hand cards down for the poker game, gets up, and you can see enough of the face to know it's. Well, yeah, fix know, it wasn't somebody it wasn't something that passed off as a normal person, regardless. Right, right. But you know, he wasn't quite as large, and he was gray, so people didn't necessarily realize he was the Hulk right away. Yeah. Like, it would be difficult to go, that's the Hulk in traditional Marvel comics. In, well, if it's post, if it's in this post Green Door world, they could just go, oh, hey, you're another one of the Gamma accidents. That's you're true. Not the Hulk, you, but you're one of the Gamma people. That's true. You could easily do that. He uh, could easily just pass off as another one of the people that were just Gammaed up. You know, they could ask if he was the Hulk, and be like, yeah, I'm, the Hulk's six foot eight, I'm six foot three in gray. Or, you know, however tall the Hulk is in the MCU. Yeah, I, yeah, never, I, I forget exactly. I know he's bigger than six foot, but he's, like, probably eight or nine, but... Oh, that'd be neat. Uh, like, the only issue with this is, like, we're going through the different types of Hulk super fast. But then again, we did it with Iron Man suits, so mm -hmm. I'm not that prop I'm not that worried about it yeah. mentally. I don't know. As long as I get a Hulk thing fight out of it, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, that's that's something. Now that Disney got them both, I really want to see a whole thing fight. Also, if this you know this would be going over several movies, so it would be spaced out. 
they could get the X-Men up and going. Because I, I would not mind a Hulk Wolverine fight. Yeah, a Hulk Wolverine fight would be yeah. nice, too. Don't know who they're going to have for Wolverine, but that's a whole other conversation. And, and truthfully, when you think about it, if if you went the Immortal Hulk route where it kind of leaned toward horror, you could have the Wendigo. Ooh, that'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be nice. And since they own the rights for Ghost Rider, you could have a nice segue into having the Ghost Rider pop up. Damn, a Ghost Rider! I want the Wendigo. I don't know. I, I could live with Nick Cage. I want to show up. I want to hear that scream. But uh. So anyway, as as anybody listening can tell, there is a whole lot they could still do with the Hulk. I mean, a whole whole what? lot. They got, all, they got years of decades of stuff to tap into. And hopefully, after listening to this show, you'll look at whatever they come up with, which won't be none of this cool stuff, and go, ah! I come in with so much cool with this. Yes. Yes, hopefully we have not sat here and ruined the Hulk for you. Nope, they're ruined. They can't... They're not going to take anything Well, first off, y'all are acting like they're going to make a Hulk movie. Uh, They will eventually. It may be a decade from now, a complete reboot, but you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just meant MCU Hulk movies. And some of this stuff could thread through other movies. You know, you could could have the Immortal Hulk crop up in a Fantastic Four movie if he was the villain of the movie, basically. Yeah. You know, he goes to Reed for help, and Reed's kind of like, yeah, it's too dangerous, you don't really do this. He goes off and does it by himself, and you know. Hijinks ensue. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, did you say Insu or Antsu? Insu. Hijinks Insu. Okay. <clears throat> but, uh... So anyway, yeah, let's go ahead and wrap here, I guess. Uh, like I said, plenty of stuff that they could do with Hulk if they'll get around to doing any of it. And, you know... Really, I don't care too much what they do as long as they get rid of that goofy Hulk and give me a Hulk that's not, you know, a coward. Well, instead, you're going to get She-Hulk. Congratulations. Which I'm fine with. Oh, yeah, like I, I am fine with She-Hulk. As long as that's something in addition to them doing some stuff with Hulk. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, we'll wait and see, you know. I ain't got no great faith in Disney after Endgame. But... So I've been your host, the experienced son called Jason, and with me as usual has been... That's token not host, Tarky. CEO113, the guy that talks over people. And the Todd Father, just sitting here enjoying the chaos. Well... Danny's comment's not going to make sense. going to edit all that muckered up stuff out. And anyway, we'll see y'all next week. Peace.